listening. Wait, you're listening. Yo. To the. We're Steven. here. You caught me off guard. Let's do this. Steven Cell 20 minute power hour. Let's do it. It's ripping time. Let me bust out my script. You got right. your script? I got my script. We, we don't do anything. Everything. I got my script. Was that an earthquake? I have a question. Would you rather live in earthquake country or hurricane country? Oh, earthquake for sure, dude. Because we got like one earthquake that we actually have to feel like maybe once every five years. Yeah, I felt one when it was outside. It was gnarly because it was like, it like the the whole ground completely went up and down. And it only lasted like, like a three or four seconds, right? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of cool. Yeah. I remember that one that happened on Easter like 10 years ago. Or maybe 15 years ago by now, I don't remember. I, feel, I remember like maybe three in my whole lifetime. There's one story that I don't know if it's really true or not, but it's my, what my older brother tells me that we were living in my grandpa's shack with my grandma and my uncle and my mom and dad. And my uncle went outside and he farted and all of a sudden there was an earthquake. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if my brother just told me that story to fuck with me or not. Because I, I was maybe like, like I would have been like two or three years old. Like right on time. Well, like, there has to be like a bunch of stories like that. It was like, oh yeah. Me and my girlfriend, we were having sex so hard that it, the earthquake happened right in the middle. Like so a bunch of sex with you. A bunch of perfect timing <laughs> stories. There's this other time where or whatever I was on the toilet and it fucking erupted when I shat. I was staying. I was visiting my family in Gilroy when I was like in my early twenties, and I was sleeping on my grandma's couch. And then I must have been like passed out drunk or something. And then uh, I woke up, and there was an earth during during an earthquake, and my grandma was over my over the couch and there's like this big giant mirror that oh. was all over the couch and oh, if it would have fell on me it would have like fucking shattered all over me it sliced me up paled your ass yeah and my grandma was up there holding it and it was a big ass mirror and i'm like grandma what's up she what's was going holding on? it yeah she's holding it from keeping it from falling oh, she on was me like go steve <laughs> I, I, there's no time for me save yourself yeah so i, I wake up and i'm helping her rehang the, the mirror i'm like oh thanks grandma's like don't worry about it, Mijo. And then she just walks away. I just saved your life. <laughs> I just saved your life. That's what grandmas do. That's what's up. Well, anyway, though, I just talked about that because of all that hurricane shit. Is there, yeah, I was just going to say, where did that come from? There's an earthquake? I just saw, thing? you didn't know about the earthquake? I don't watch the news, hurricane? dude. No, I don't watch the news. Or really you don't like getting sad news. You get sad really easily when you yeah, get Yeah, dude, I'm sessions. really sensitive, dude. So I'm like, I don't want to hear about that, Aww. dude. Just tell me about, uh, Cool know. shit. Oh, the queen farted or something. <laughs> the queen's dead. <laughs> Damn it. We <laughs> lost her? We lost the queen. <laughs> Fuck. Now we got Charlie Sausage Fingers. I don't even know who He's that king. is. He's king. Gross. Well, he sounds hilarious. Yeah, Charlie Sausage Fingers is a great guy. Okay, so now let's stop fucking around. We're going to talk about the most haunted movies. The last time we did oh, The Exorcist. Oh, I see. We're doing the little kid one. Have you ever seen The Omen? The Omen. The Omen. Oh, man. Have you seen it? I did. I have seen it. i seen that one and I saw the remake. Did you know it's one of the cursed, most cursed films ever made? Because when uh, we talked about The Exorcist, how all that weird shit happened while they were making The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah. This one's even worse. This one's even worse. I remember seeing this as a kid, and it didn't really scare me as much. Because I was into, like, oh, scary shit, let's do this. And I saw it, I was like, well, even as a kid, I was like, well, maybe you, for its time. You're, you said scary. you're more scared of movies that are about the cult or being possessed. Or yeah, like, like a little over. kid doesn't really... Is there any culty things in this? It's kind of like, well, they give birth to the Antichrist, and everyone that knows, so, he knows, they know he's the Antichrist, so they protect him. So they protect, so they kind of are kind of like a cult, kinda, a satanic, satanic cult trying to protect him, yeah. make sure he raises, he's fed well, 
to grows up to be yeah. to be a big old demon man. Yeah, big sexy demon. Big man. sexy demon. Okay, let's get into it. Uh, of all the cursed film productions in the world, The Omen is considered to be the worst of all time. What? Uh, the story is pretty simple. A man unknowingly adopts the Antichrist as his son. That's pretty simple enough, yeah. right? Uh, director Richard Donner and uh, and it was uh, played by Gregory Peck and Lee Rimick. It is one of the most successful horror movies ever made, if not to say one of the best, with one of the most terrifying soundtracks in history ever composed by Jerry Goldsmith. I can't even think of the... I'm trying, I was trying to think of, a, think of it. Isn't it like a bunch of like... <laughs> that's what it comes yeah. to mind. Is that what it is? Uh, and then, and then when, uh, when it focuses on Damien's smile, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. What happened to make the producers believe that the devil was really punishing them for making the movie? Is the omen really cursed? I'm going to say, fuck yeah, homie. Yeah, probably. The omen followed in the footsteps of the two most successful horror movies of the 70s, and he hoped to use the same theme to attract the audiences. Uh, the two movies were the Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist. And The Exorcist. The, the disturbing filming of the movie The Omen includes mysterious events, strange coincidences, and deaths. We begin our tour of the course of the curse of the Omen. First one is the beheading. What? After helping create special effects for The Omen, designer John Richardson began working on a bridge too far. He was in Holland with his wife, and special effects creator Liz Moore. And as they were driving down an empty highway one night, they collided head-on with another vehicle. Richardson was knocked unconscious, but Moore was beheaded when one of the wheels hit her. When Richardson oh. recovered, he discovered that the tragedy was a creepy coincidence with a hideous, gruesome beheading scene that he had designed for the omen. So it's almost oh, like the like, same thing that he did in the movie that's happened right. to him in real life. I remember that. Do you remember that? The so beheading that, scene? Wait, but was that in... I remember hearing about that, but was it still in the movie? The beheading scene? Yeah. yeah. Is the that movie. the one with the glass? Yeah. Goes, Psh, yeah, I do remember that. So okay. something similar happened to him in real life. and that, he cut the, That's his... right. He died how he wrote the script. No, he didn't die. The, 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 it was a female that lived. Oh. Oh, the, his... Liz Moore, his partner, his special effects partner. Oh, shit. So um, he said also before the accident in a traffic sign, the he saw a traffic sign that read, uh, Almond was located 66.6 kilometers away. Almond, the what? Almond is a city. Oh, the city? Oh, just like the... He was driving, like, oh, the movie's so called the Omen, the Omen, and he passed a city called Almond, and when he saw the sign, he was 66.6 oh. kilometers oh, away. Damn, I totally didn't even hear the number of what you said, 66, 66. Come on, you gotta pay attention, so sometimes I think... Well, I'm trying to remember parts of the fucking omen. It's been forever. All I can think about is him riding the tricycle and then the bitch uh, that hangs herself and goes through the window. Yeah, she's like, it's it's all all for you, you, Damien. Yeah. All of this is all for you, Damien. And she was part of the cult, right? Yes. Well, everyone that's like, like, knows that he's the Antichrist get all fucked up and like do shit for him. Okay, a tiger killed that baboon trainer. In a chilling fil- scene from the film, Lee Remick, who played Damien's mother, is completely terrified by a group of baboons attacking her vehicle. According to Richard Donner, her screams of fear were completely real. The team had placed a baboon inside the car to provoke the primates and then Damn. filmed their violent reaction. 
Although Rimmick's incident might be a simple anecdote, the day after the bab- the day after this happening, the baboon trade the, the baboon ba- the baboon <laughs> the baboon trainer was killed by a tiger. What the hell? <laughs> the, the tiger grabbed him by the head and killed him instantly. What? I'm not trained for tigers. Just baboons. <laughs> Where's the baboon? You're not a baboon. You're not a baboon. This is the worst prank ever. Damn. <laughs> Imagine a, a tiger uh, camouflaged as a baboon. He's <laughs> like, I totally thought you were a baboon. <laughs> nah, I'm dead. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. He got killed. So, like, the, the monkeys, the baboons weren't supposed to act that gnarly, but they went over the top and scared everyone to Gave him too much sugar. Yeah, I can't way too much fucking. So was the director sugar. going like, cut, cut baboons, Come cut. On. <laughs> Someone get the fucking baboon trainer over here. Damn. Now he's fucking with these tigers. Damn, what? what the fuck? That's crazy. Okay, here's another one. The Rays of Death. In October 1975, Gregory Peck was on a plane bound for London for the filming of the movie when the plane was struck by lightning. The lightning caused one of the engines to catch fire, and the plane was very close to crashing into the Atlantic Ocean. A few weeks later, producer Mace Newfield was on his way to film when his plane was also struck by lightning while crossing the Atlantic. Jesus. Two lightning-related pre-production incidents can be scary, but after screenwriter Dave Seltzer traveled on a plane that was also struck by lightning, it indicated that it could all be could have been more than, couldn't have been more than a fluke. All these three incidents weren't compelling enough. Producer Harvey Bernard was also very close to being struck by lightning while filming in Rome. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, so those four at lightning uh, acts See, incidents. But, so then that's just like you know how God you know, striking down lightning. That's yeah. some Zeus magic. So it's more. They always say like it's a million to one odds to get struck by lightning. Yeah, but isn't it more likely that you get struck by lightning? Did you then win, you win the lottery? Yeah. So then. Damn. So they would if I if I got struck by lightning I'd go win the lottery. I'd Were they wearing uh, metallic hats? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how often it is that uh, airplanes get struck by lightning. That's one of my fears. Yeah, what happens to the airplane? Because it's made of metal. Does it does it still keep going or does well, it just shut well, down? It, it, were you not listening to the does story? Does the wing this is... <laughs> <laughs> Does it grow another wing? Don't, they should have backup wings. All right, I'm gonna read this part again. So. <laughs> The lightning caused one of the engines to catch fire, and the plane was very close to crashing into the Atlantic Ocean. So it does affect the plane. It can fuck the fuck well, up the engine. Why wouldn't it have a backup engine? They, they have, have two than... engines. Every plane had like big giant planes that has two engines, but it lost one of the engines. I guess it was back in the day, huh? <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> you need to have like fucking four engines on that bad boy if one of them goes off then you got another one get a baboon to fix it alright this is another fucked up thing that happened during the filming of the omen the Rottweilers 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 it's a dog Rottweilers dogs that's a dog one of the most memorable yes it's a dog one of the most memorable scenes in memorable scenes memorable why was it memorable memorable scenes in the omen involves Gregory Peck trying to escape from a graveyard while being attacked by a group of Rottweilers. Several of these carefully trained dogs were used for the film and were instructed to attack a specialist instead of Peck. The specialist put on the training suit and dogs were released, but something went very wrong. For unknown reasons, the Rottweilers violently started attacking the specialist and their fangs began to pierce through the protective gear. They even ignored their coach when he ordered them to stop. 
Fortunately, God, God. <laughs> fortunately, the specialist survived. See, it's really bad luck when you have all these animals. It was uh, it was baboons dressed as Rottweiler. <laughs> <laughs> and one, and the tiger was the ringleader. Yeah. All right, here's another. The IRA attacks. After surviving the lightning-induced terror on his flight abroad, producer Mace Newfield was implicated in another curse-related incident while staying at the Hilton Hotel in London. The Irish Republican Army, the IRA, targeted the building. So I don't know if during this time in the 70s, uh, there was like a terrorist group called the IRA in Ireland, and they would oh. just do random bombings. So people oh. were like, like, you'd just be having breakfast at some cafe, and then all of a sudden, boom! boom. Um, My for, fortunately, neither of <laughs> them. You're, you're eating scrambled eggs, and yeah. then they get scattered all over the place. Yeah, you'd be really upset. That'd be so bummed. Fortunately, neither of them were at the, was at the hotel at the time. Several days later, Newfield, along with the other producers in Gurger Craig, were, were heading to another restaurant when the IRA also attempted the same thing. Boom! Oh, legs. So they just narrowly escaped like two, two bombings. bombings from the IRA. That's fucking crazy, right? All right, here the cursed plane. To get some real aerial shots of the film, of the film, the team hired a local light aircraft. At the last minute, the airline changed plans and rented the plane to another group of people. So the team of, at the Omen was forced to temporarily postpone filming. This turned out to be an extremely fortunate turn of events as the plane they had chartered crashed and everyone on board died. Jeez. Final destination style. Fuck yeah, dude. This is getting, like, is it too much coincidence or just all piling up? That's just like... Just what do you stopped. think? But see, that's the thing. Like, why? That's what I don't understand. Why when filming The Exorcist that shit happens why when doing movies about demons and satans is it because they don't want it to be movies like that to be out it could be they want you to think that they're trying to stop the movie to get more people to go watch the movie and thus it's like making them more powerful because uh, now this is this yeah. movie came out like 50 years ago and, we're, and people are still talking about all this crazy shit that happened during the movie but then right? again well why would motherfuckers go let's do a Let's do it like when the people that did the remake or reboot. Let's do another one. Hopefully, nothing bad happens. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, we'll get to that one too. All right, the Devil's Push. When stuntman Alf Joint, Alf, finished the uh, filming scenes for the Omen, he joined a bridge too far. On the other hand, or uh, on one, on the one hand, he had to jump out of a tall building and land on an air mat, something he had done countless times without trouble. Uh, however, this time he jumped in the wrong way and hit the ground. Superhero landing. Fucking shit. He was taken to the hospital and luckily survived. But when he regained consciousness, he said that he felt someone had pushed him. Oh. And he wasn't ready to jump. It was the, jump. Baboons. the baboons. They were loose. The baboons. The baboons. You're a baboon here. <laughs> what? 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 The suicide of Gregory Peck's son. Oh, shit. In June 1975, Gregory Peck's son, Jonathan, was discovered to have committed suicide by shooting himself in the head. That's sad. Although there was no note, his death was declared suicide and Peck was devastated by the loss. His agent offered him the role of Richard Thorne in the movie The Omen since he wanted the actor to channel his pain into a project, despite the fact that he had to play a man who was trying to kill his own son. Okay, here's the Guilford. These keep coming, man. The Guilford Cathedral. Guilford Cathedral, located in Guilford, Sturry, England, was an iconic location for the film, but after the premiere uh, of The Omen, priests struggled to get people to attend Mass out of fear. But the most terrifying incident occurred in 2008 when a gunman entered the church grounds. 
The man was shot dead by the police on the same steps of the cathedral that appeared in the movie. That's kind of a stretch. Yeah. I mean, I don't... Just It happened like 50 years after the movie came out. Like, just because some asshole comes in there, the cathedral with a gun, doesn't mean... I can't tie it to the omen, can you? 50 years ago? Wait, I don't... Why? Why would... Why? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, I'm understanding a lot today, so... It's like... <laughs> you Did you get your... Dude, did you have you, your energy drink? No, I haven't. <laughs> God damn it, my bang. Yeah. My bang. You're loopy goosey. You're, you're, doing, you're doing an oopsie goosey. I'm having a uh, bang withdrawals. You're having bang withdrawals, man. It sounds like your, your baboon, mind's... I have baboon mouth. Ever yeah. since we started saying baboon, I have baboon mouth. You have baboon head. <laughs> yeah. Let <laughs> me continue on. Uh, the man who created the omen warned everyone that the film would be cursed. Why? What the fuck? It's like, all right, we did this movie, but beef. But that could be just a, like a, a way to get more people to go watch the movie. That's what I was saying. Like, it's like, well, this happened, this happened, but then shit did really happen. But this, all this shit didn't come out until after the movie was released. So, but now then, then like people are going, oh, all this crazy. This movie's supposed to be cursed. We should rent it when they go to the blockbuster or some shit. Okay, well, see, yeah, that's kind of like, because I remember, I don't know if it was this movie. My grandma was really like religious, and she would tell my my aunts and my mom would like, "Don't go watch that movie. Don't watch it. Don't rent it. Don't play the Ouija board." And my aunts would be like, "Let's go fucking watch it." The more you it. say not to do something, the more you want yeah, the to more do they're it. gonna do it. So I don't know, but I don't know. That's those are probably different stories. We should probably get one of my aunts to tell one of their tales because I know some shit went down. I just have a shit memory. Especially right now, because I don't have an energy drink. Yeah, sounds, sounds I got like baboon brain. You got baboon brain. You're not. It seems like you're not even paying attention. Shut man, up. Okay. Robert Munger was a Christian and an advertising executive who thought that the film about the Antichrist would be a good idea, so he threw it at a threw it threw the idea at the studio, knowing that both Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist had been extremely successful. Producer Harvey Bernard agreed to produce it, but then Munger changed his mind and warned everyone that the movie would be cursed. Be wary of the omen. The omen about the movie called The Omen. Even so, Bernard went ahead with the project, but as the strange incidents began to occur, he began to wear a cross while filming. Yeah, dude. Like everybody get gets splashed with holy water and get three priests on set just in case some shit goes down. Shit seems done. Alright. Uh, uh, the Curse of the Oscars. Harvey Stevens was the only one to be affected by The Curse of the Omen in 1977. The composer, Jerry Goldsmith, received the award for Best Soundtrack for his composition in The Omen. Uh, 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 and nominated uh, uh, for the best song, Ave Satani. Ave Satani. Now I have to. Now I have to put, you're gonna have to put this in the pod. I know. Curiously, I only know. only songs in English were eligible for the nomination, and the Ave Satani was, which was not a song, was sung in Latin. Uh, Leaving the, this curiosity aside, after the Omen was nominated, 18 times throughout his career, being the composer with the most nominations in history, uh, inexplicably he was never able to get a hold of any statuette and complete incomprehensibly for being considered the best film composer of all history. Is that? Really, part of the curse that this is for everyone an Oscar. That's the Omen curse. That's a different song. What did it say about the remake? The 2006 remake was also the victim of the curse. Despite all the rumors and evidence that the original Omen was cursed, 
Hollywood decided to make a remake in 2006. Why? Why? What? And it got a 66.6% on Rotten Tomatoes, (laughs) baby. (laughs) Why? What? 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 I'm the... I'm the woman? Morpheus? Morpheus? I'm the woman? Whoa. 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 I know the people. Wait, you're talking about the Matrix. Shut up. Oh... (laughs) My, my bad. Hey, shut up. Yeah, shut up. That's Getting baboon mouth. I know. Uh, although not as terrifying as the 1977 movie, the production also encountered bizarre occurrences. During filming, Father Brennan's brother, played by actor Pete Postlewaite, died unexpectedly after receiving three sixes in a poker game. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was shot for shot the same fucking movie, just looked more modern. Furthermore, 4,000 meters of the film included a major scene in which Leif Schreiber finds the devil's birthmark on his son was mysteriously destroyed while being processed in the laboratory. No one could explain what happened. Even the cameras of, doc- of a documentary exploring the omen's curses in all its forms suffered some strange things, including get liches while filming. Okay, that's, those are only two things. Now that you know what really happened during the filming of the omen, you may see it with different eyes. And in case you went... Want to sing the famous song while you're in the shower? Here are the lyrics. What is the fucking song? We have to let's find it right now. Cortesidimus. That's the song? These are the lyrics. That's the lyrics? Yeah, look it up. It's just look up the omen theme. You look up I'm looking at it right now. You wanna do shout outs while I look at it? Uh shout out to the Squid Squad, shout out to Tower Bar people. Shout out to uh, Shout out Tower Bar people. Uh, Keep making them blue wackadoos. The fans, fans. Vegas fam, Costa fam. Uh, join our Patreon, do our polls. Join the Patreon, share this shit. Share it with all your friends and your family. Here comes the, the theme to the omens. Oops. Come on, where is it? We're waiting, man. Shout outs to, uh, <laughs> to, to Don. Shout outs to my mom. Shout outs to Suki, even though she doesn't listen to it. She doesn't? Why not? I don't know. Maybe she does sometimes. Uh, Laura told me her parents listen to the podcast. Oh, yeah. Shout out to <laughs> Laura's parents. <laughs> Laura's parents. So Very scary, son. Dude, I'm scared. 